This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. And now we have to go to all 52 and make a programme about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. On Siren FM, BB3. Uh, by now, I've normally introduced myself. Hi, I'm Paul Tyler. With me, uh, out on the, uh, well, let's not call them mean streets. They're not that uh, lower middle class, upper working class streets of Lincoln, uh, is Johnny Horse. Say hi, Johnny. Hello there. Uh, Johnny, the, uh, the producer of the programme, which means uh, he gets to wear the headphones. Uh, and, and very smart you look, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, don't, they, normally at this point we would perhaps uh, talk about contact details. Uh, don't bother. Sit back, relax. Um, and, and listen to us walk our way uh, around our grid BB3 City Hall just roughly Johnny roughly because we're going to drip feed it into this program because we're live uh, out on the street I wonder how many times I'll say live tonight but it's, it's quite exciting uh, it takes us out of our comfort zone uh, wh- where are we and uh, what can we see ok we've got a Beaumont feed at Newland in this grid we've got uh, Orchard Street uh, what's we got Park Street the whole area kind of around City Hall hence the name Okay, right, oh, and quite specifically, uh, we are uh, outside a podiatrist. And uh, you see, normally we, we would uh, pre record uh, these things, and there would be a little bit of audio here where I say to Johnny, Johnny, do you know what a podiatrist is? And you would say, uh, No. Exactly, and that's the kind of thing we'd leave out for you. Uh, uh, but it, it seems like the best place to start. It's, it's a nice little metaphor that we're starting out on our feet outside of a podiatrist. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, I was just puzzled as to why it's called a podiatrist and not a chiropodist. I thought a chiropodist was feet. Uh, well, there can't be more than one type of foot doctor, surely. There's not that much to the feet. I, I'm sure they'd argue with you. Uh, I'm sure they would say that, uh, you know, that's uh, three years of university uh, to learn the difference between those things because we know that university is just learning different languages, not like French uh, and English. 
Spanish even, uh, is actually just learning how to talk uh, engineering languages, how to talk media language. Media language is very funny. Media language means that you only sign emails off uh, with the first letter of your name. Uh, so, for example, mine would be P and yours would be J. They, 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 people in media are so busy uh, bothering people uh, that they can't even write their full name at the bottom of an email. Uh, now then, while we're wittering on, we're walking uh, down Corporation Street and into an area that I think Johnny and I have identified as Little Italy. Um, not as big as maybe uh, some uh, different cultured areas in, in different areas of, uh, of bigger cities like Chinatown uh, in London would be. Uh, but why you, you call this Little Italy, Johnny? Why? Well, I haven't called it Little Italy. I think it's become known as that. There's a, there's a cluster of Italian companies around here. There's a, a few restaurants, of course. There used to be a deli uh, just where we'd walk past, actually, but the Bronze Pig restaurant has kind of taken over the whole building now, and that seems to be going from strength to strength. Uh, and there's also uh, Salvatore's uh, Italian hairdresser, which I remember I, I used to go to that for a, a short while. I only stopped going because another hairdresser opened up closer to my house, and I have a rule of going to whichever barbershop is ge- geometrically closest to my house. But I remember going there once on a nice sunny day, and he had his young son in with him. It was obviously the summer holidays, and he had this young boy running errands for him. And at one point, he got him to run across the road to the Italian restaurant on the other side of the road and get one of those really kind of tiny little cups of really strong coffee. And, uh, yeah, the little kid ran across the road, got it for him. He downed it in one, as they do, and carried on cutting my hair. And it, I felt like I was in Italy at that moment. So I think Little Italy is a nice name for the area. Yeah, yeah, well, certainly I'm looking... I'm actually... Like you say, Johnny, I'm looking for a different hairdresser. I like to go somewhere local. Um, but I, I do have an Italian barber down New York Road. He's the, he's the singing barber. You, you'll see him on the internet. He's on YouTube. Uh, when he's not busy cutting hair, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll get his guitar out and play a song for you. I always try and sell you a CD. Uh, which, you know, but but he does it, you know he cuts your hair very very quickly, which is why I look the way I do. But I'm not always very comfortable uh, in in a barber's chair. Uh, right, it's time now to uh, to cut to some music. Um, we're going to play you uh, "Best Coast by Boyfriend," and then you'll uh, you'll join us uh, back out on here. Hopefully, after this big lorry's gone past. Best Coast uh, with a track called "Boyfriend." Uh, love playing that on the radio. Uh, always sounds great. Uh, okay, so we're still uh, Lincoln A to Z, still back out on the street here. And uh, one of the first things, the first time we ever went and took a, ri- a microphone out onto a street uh, and did one of our grid visits, we, uh, we were down on Bracebridge, uh, not Bracebridge Heath. Uh, that's one day, if we weren't lo- if we've learned one thing on Lincoln A to Z, it's the, the difference between Bracebridge and Bracebridge Heath. Of course, the people on the Heath look down upon those in Bracebridge. And uh, one of the first things we ever recorded was uh, Johnny and I crossing the road. Uh, so we thought we'd reenact that now. <laughs> Here we go, crossing uh, West Parade, and it's very much just crossing, crossing the road. There's no jeopardy there, there's nothing, uh, nothing there. But it brings us to Lincoln Artworks, uh, which is, uh, is very much central uh, to Lincoln A to Z, because the exhibition, the exhibition that we're putting on um, at the collection in December 2014 through to January 2015, um, was put together by, uh, well, well, was helped Put together by Rosie Abelwhite of this uh, of this Lincoln Artworks Gallery, which is now actually closed down. It's just a studio space. Uh, but uh, do come along to our exhibition, uh, Johnny. Let's, let's talk very briefly about the exhibition because this time last year, perhaps we were talking about the exhibition, and it didn't look like it was going to come together. We had no real clue of what we were going to do. We had a date, we had a time. People had said yes to us, uh, but now now things are starting to pull together. As you just designed a fantastic poster for it, haven't you? Well, yeah. You know, once there's a poster, it starts to feel real, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does, and the 800 emails you have to you have to do uh, to organise uh, such a thing, and uh, just past the jewellers, um, which I, I know I can never think about a jeweller like this and not thinking about trying to dig underneath it. 
uh, and rob it. I, I usually late at night when I've uh, when I've come up with with some kind of plan to do that. Like, like that time when I, I wanted to steal shopping trolleys. Uh, but we digress because now, and to be honest, we, we probably want to digress as soon as possible because here we are in the entrance uh, of one of Lincoln's top night spots. Uh, why people come to Lincoln, uh, why people uh, don't go to uh, London, Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, uh, they come to Lincoln because this is the home of sugar tubes. Uh, and we're in the doorway now. How do you feel, Johnny? Do you feel threatened? Um, it's, it's really dark and black in this kind of hole, isn't it? It's not the most inviting entrance. Uh, lots of signs about CCTV and 24-hour surveillance, and of course, uh, a quite strong smell of, of sick and weed. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, right. Um, yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's not the nicest place uh, to, to, to hang out. I think, you know, the times I've been to Sugar Cubes are usually when I've been turned away uh, from anywhere else. It does seem like this is the last bastion they're going to let you in, I think, generally, whatever condition you're in. Um, okay, right now, uh, time for some more music, and uh, always uh, around to cheer me up. I'm Noah on the Whale. L-I-F-G-O-N-E-O-N, life goes on, Noah and the Whale. Uh, see what I mean? They always cheer you up, and believe me, we need cheering up more than ever. Uh, you're still listening to Lincoln A to Z. We're still live on the street, and just to prove that uh, brilliantly, uh, a taxi just pulled up behind me, uh, which is funny because this is the very, very border, the very edge of our grid, and we know this because when we recorded uh, our 24-hour grid, uh, the grid where I spent 24 hours from 7 in the morning to 7 the next morning uh, out reporting on what happens uh, in a day in the life of a city centre, um, we, we spent a little bit of time. Johnny had joined me by that time at night time, and we'll let a little bit of daylight in up on magic here. Uh, we spent around about 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, Johnny. Do you remember? What, what noise were we trying to get? We were trying to get the sound of a taxi arriving and people getting in and then driving off. Yeah. Which we, you think would be easy, wouldn't you, at that time of night? Uh, yeah, it turns out not. <laughs> uh, and that was also the point. Just just over there, just where you can see revolutions, revolution, uh, because people are only calling revolutions down there. I love that. Uh, like they call Asda's, Asda's. <laughs> Uh, and we still call, you know, the bypass, the new road and things like that. You know, you'll get to know us in Lincoln. It's, it's part of our charm. We've not got an accent to speak of, so this is, you know, this, this is what it is, a bit of backwards talking. And uh, just outside Revolution there, and I dropped my microphone as well, and I was thinking, oh, no, that was the 24-hour grid all over. By the way, that 24-hour grid, if you go to the homepage uh, of Siren FM, uh, still very much a huge presence on there because it's something we're all very proud of. A lot of people shouted about that one, uh, and rightly so. A day of my life, that. Um, but Revolution, Revolution brings back to me a story of um, a time just before I met my wife and I, I used to spend a bit of time in the day um, well you know after, after finishing work I was, I was free then uh, rather than doing the school run to, get, to, to go out and enjoy myself and I chose revolutions <laughs> to go in one, uh, one afternoon and uh, already well oiled uh, was one of the stars of Heidi High um, Sue Pollard uh, who was very much performing to an audience in there that wasn't was trying not to look at her. Um, it's like she was given some kind of theatre show, uh, plenty of singing, plenty of certainly plenty of dancing, and um, it was um, weird. It was just it was just weird. Um, but you know, she seemed to be enjoying herself, and you know, why not? I think I think that's the kind of behaviour you can you can pull off in another city. Um, so, uh, but that's outside the grid. You've got, you've got to discount that. <laughs> so it's not, it's not even worth it. Um, I think we need to move on, Johnny, because we're around the back of sugar cubes. And when we mentioned the smell of the front of sugar cubes, uh, as you would imagine, uh, the rear <laughs> of something, uh, not too clever. So, um, home. Brings us to home nightclub. Um, 
I'm 38. Johnny, you were 40 this week. Uh, congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you. Don't remind me. Uh, yeah, you, you, were, you were definitely trying to avoid that as well, because normally, we, you know, we would talk about something like that. We would say it's my birthday this week. Uh, you specifically didn't tell me, which meant I couldn't buy you that present. Time's gone now, so it's not going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, just on the very edge of our grid is home nightclub. Now, the only time I come to home now as a 38-year-old uh, is when a friend of mine can get us past the bouncer. Uh, and we perhaps don't even spend that long in there. But walking past a big queue of people because he knows the bouncer, oh, you, you, you never feel more alive. It's fantastic. It's, uh, you know, going through, they let off the little bit of rope for you, uh, and in you go. You've not had to spend all night on Facebook trying to get on the guest list and things like that. Uh, and, you know, you go in and you realise the beer's warm and you come back out again. But it's, uh, you know, hey, let's leave that for the, you know, for the kids, uh, for the young kids. It's yours now. We've, we've handed this over. Uh, well done. Uh, John, you've got a story about home. Yeah, you know, a lot of these uh, nightclubs now, they do this thing where they've got somebody going around taking photos of everybody, which uh, is, is, I mean, I find slightly weird. The day afterwards, they put it on social media, everyone can see it, everyone knows where you were and what you were up to. And that can, of course, be a bit dangerous. My uh, my cousin um, once bumped her boyfriend and said, would you fancy going out tomorrow night? And he was, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to stay in and study because they're uni students. <laughs> um, and then the next morning, she goes on Facebook and a friend of hers has liked her photo at home. And it's a picture of her friend and another one of their friends, you know, hugging each other as these young girls tend to do. Um, but just in the very back corner of the shot, my cousin notices her boyfriend um, tickling the tonsils of another young lady right in the back of the shot. Um, he wasn't tagged in or anything, but she, she soon put that right and tagged him in and made sure all his friends knew what, what he was up to. But yeah, it, it can be dangerous, can't it? You, you don't want to be under surveillance all the time when you're on a night out. Uh, no, but, you know, there's a moral factor here, isn't there? Because he was doing, uh, she, he, 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 he was doing the wrong thing, you know, so, uh, yeah. you know, he's like, don't I, I'm, I'm seeing it from the eyes of, uh, well, you know, um, <laughs> moral guardian. Moral guardian, yeah, perfect, thanks for that. Now you can see I was grasping around for the words there, Johnny. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, so I'm, I'm going to say now that it's absolutely right. Uh, you know, everyone should always tag me in every single photo uh, that they take of me, uh, especially when I'm on a night out, especially uh, when I'm in home, although you just see me walk in the, uh, the entrance and, and probably straight, uh, straight out of the back. Um, okay, we need to take a break for some music before we move along to our, uh, our next position on this uh, special live uh, grid walk uh, that we're doing for you here on Lincoln A to Z. Uh, now, Lincoln A to Z is, is, uh, is very much a contrived program. We've uh, set up uh, 52 members of Joe Public to take out 52 randomly selected grids of the Lincoln A to Z map, and uh, one of them was this grid, which is why we're walking around it now. But also, uh, one of the contrivances, as if there wasn't enough, uh, was that uh, Johnny has challenged me to find 52 Daves or Davids from popular music. Uh, now, I was in the Siren FM studio last week, uh, and I'm really getting to the... I'm scraping the barrel, uh, I think it has to be said, although not with this next track, because I, I was flicking through the uh, the Siren FM playlist, and uh, I found House of the Rising Sun by the Animals. I thought, well, we've definitely got to play it on the radio. It always sounds fantastic. And I thought, well, they must. They must have a Dave. You know, kind of a working-class band, the Animals. Um, so they must have a Dave or a David. Um, turns out the Animals have had around about 25 members over the years, and two of them we're called Dave. Here it is. Um, so we're taking a bit of a, a bit of a seat, a bit of a rest. I think we're trying to put off getting to City Hall, if perfectly honest. Um, and just past Age UK, uh, until, recent, until recently, Age UK uh, had some uh, posters up just outside there. I walked past there just last week. They had some posters up about 
car insurance for uh, well, it's, you know, people of a certain age. You know, there's not data around it. It's age UK after all. Um, and at the time, it just it brought this thing about Iggy Pop's been uh, around just lately. Uh, he gave a, a BBC Six Music lecture uh, about music, the way it's changing, the way it's evolving. And uh, until recently, I thought I must admit I thought Iggy Pop was a bit of a, a sellout when he did those car insurance, uh, you know, adverts. You know, he, he's certainly a man of a certain age. I think he's probably in his sixth decade now. And uh, I, you know, I thought, well, he's kind of lost his respectability, like uh, Johnny Lydon. But actually, it, unfolding in that lecture, uh, and I would probably urge you, you know, when you're not listening to Siren FM, probably you know, dig it out because it's, uh, it's well worth a listen. Uh, Iggy Pop talking to the radio festival about uh, about that, and actually, you know, because no one's really paying for anything anymore, he's got to he's got to make a living. He's got to make a you know, he's got to sell his image uh, somehow, which is now allowing him, you know, I suppose, off the back of those car insurance adverts. Um, to, uh, to to continue making music and, uh, and keep inspiring people, keep uh, and keep the dream alive, I suppose. You know, rather than uh, get a job stacking shelves. But uh, I, don't, I don't know, what do you think about people selling out, John? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I take less of a zero tolerance approach to it than you. But I'd like to. Think, I mean, insurance is—it's got to be the dullest thing in the world, isn't it? It's not glamorous in any way. I don't mind. You know, somebody like Iggy Pop, if he was advertising whiskey or. Um, I can't think of another dangerous kind of product. But, you know, something a bit exciting, something a bit, you know, in fitting with his his, his character. But insurance, it's like all men in suits and top hats, not top hats, bowler hats. Um, that's that's not really fitting with uh, his, his image, is it? No, it's not. No, no. But I would, uh, I would definitely. You know, you might change your mind. I did have that zero tolerance approach, and that's from me being a young, impressionable. Uh, I would say teenager, man in my early twenties, listening to Bill Hicks. Um, he ain't with us anymore. Time to, <laughs> to move on. But I worry, I worry there, Johnny. That you know, we talked about our age a little bit in this uh, in this grid visit. That uh, you know, when you start to uh, mellow out and you start, you know, your views start to change, you start getting less zero tolerance about things. Are you going to start selling into things? Am I going to start becoming more right-wing? I hope you keep an eye on that for me, won't you? You keep an eye on me. Well, yeah, if you ever get the U2 album on your iPod, okay. if you ever spot that, then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you. Do you know what, John? They, they, I, I, saw, I saw them on Jules Holland because I like to have an opinion on U2 these days. Most people do as well. Uh, and I think you know my opinion on U2. They sold out, haven't, make, haven't made a decent album since Acton Baby. Up to and including Acton Baby, they meant something. Uh, these days they don't, but... Uh, Oh, no, they didn't have to give a killer performance on Jules Holland in one of their songs this week. Um, yeah, keep an eye on me, John. I, uh, things might be taking a turn for the worst. Um, but also, something we've learned along our way, uh, as we get to, we are getting to the end. Uh, only about six more programmes left of, uh, of Lincoln A to Z. Uh, and one thing I know for certain, Johnny, is that you, in the back of your garden, because you're a lazy man, you're a very lazy man, uh, you uh, have AstroTurf. And this is, this is the thing. When Lincoln A to Z was set up, it was set up to notice the little things. A million people are going to walk past where we are now, right where we are now, uh, which is uh, Park Street, and not notice the AstroTurf outside the design studio place. Uh, uh, and I think, I think that's, that's really quite wonderful. They didn't need to. They've brought something green and designy <laughs> to, uh, to, the, to, the, to what is really I mean, a murky city street. I mean, just, what, what colour comes to your mind? I know it's dark. I know we're outside and it's dark. But what colour comes to your mind, Johnny, when you're looking around? Um, probably brown. And what shade of brown? Oh, I don't think I can say that on the radio. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, I mean, I was trying to uh, explore your your colour palette. You know, maybe uh, maybe a yeah. trip. Maybe I'd, a... I'd probably call it nineteen seventies brown. Perfect. Oh, you come you come through an absolute star. Uh, now we're going to cut back to uh, some music. Now, if we were Radio Two, we'd have played this after uh, we'd been outside Sugar Cubes, uh, but we're not. Uh, you know, and uh, this is hit by the Sugar Cubes. 
by the Sugar Cubes. Uh, you're listening to Siren FM. This is Lincoln A to Z, uh, broadcasting live outside. We're on an OB, outside broadcast uh, for you and I. And uh, the, the thing, other than uh, the, perhaps the, uh, the voice quality, uh, I'm told that uh, the, uh, the bit of kit we're using makes it sound like uh, we're commentating on a World Cup match in Brazil in the 1970s, which I love. Uh, I actually want, I wanted that. They should offer that on the red button uh, for people to listen to on the World Cup. You know, you see, it sounds all too good these days. I like a bit of character. Uh, with it, but uh, we're in a very quiet part now. Uh, so just off City Hall, uh, what's that street down there called, John? It's just, I think that's called the Park. That kind of uh, U-shaped road is off Beaumont Street. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but here we are uh, in the area of power, and uh, the people that control your bins. You want to come and complain to someone? Come and complain here at City Hall when you pay your taxes. Uh, you know, we could get into hours and hours of taxes. Uh, we've already talked about you two. Let's skip over that. But uh, uh, this is, I, I came here to uh, interview Access LN6, uh, the brilliant uh, organization uh, set up uh, to encourage us all to use more public transport, uh, actually get a little bit fit by using our bicycles uh, and that kind of thing. And um, I sat just in the, in the entrance here, and I, I can see it now, right in the entrance of the council. And... Um, the aggro that the people get behind the glass window here is phenomenal. You wouldn't catch me in that job. I wouldn't last in there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a week. I wouldn't say a day. I would say about an hour. You know, you people who work with, uh, with the Joe Public. And whenever I slag off Joe Public, please believe me and trust me that I mean myself in this. I count myself as Joe Public and I'm a bit of a pain. So, you know, this is not a casting aspersions upon uh, everybody else. Uh, but I think my perception of the council is people expect too much uh, of the council and they expect too much of politicians when you think about what you actually pay uh, and what you get what you what you actually get for it now uh, i don't know if we had a facebook page people would be uh, you know keyboard worrying into that in a minute and saying no 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 they say right what you're saying is not right about it so uh, and they'd be uh, complaining oh yeah i want my bins taken away i want my you know a, a can of coke uh, when i finished it i want it taken away as soon as uh, as soon as i finished it um but this uh building is, uh, I don't know, it could be described, we, we very early on we did uh, a thing about ugly buildings in Lincoln, uh, and this could certainly be described amongst them, uh, a bit of a, a concrete behemoth, uh, but you know, it's functional, uh, which we've covered before, haven't we, whenever uh, whenever I've said that, um, but below it, below it, what's that thing underneath the building, Johnny, why haven't they built right into the basement here, uh, what is that? There's an old Roman wall actually runs right underneath the building. It's very clever how they've, um, they've kind of built the, the building in such a way that it's not encroached on the wall. It kind of uh, hovers over the top of it. It's, um, you know, although the 1970s wasn't architecture's finest hour, you've got to give them the, the props for that. You know, they made an effort, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, but, you know, a lot, again, a lot of people would just walk past that. Um, I wonder uh, if there's anything about that in the history uh, uh, taken to it by uh, Joe Hughes. Now, every... Uh, every program uh, with every grid. Uh, Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives uh, gives us what used to be in the grid. The centre of this week's grid square is still one of the small yet precious green spaces in the city. Beaumont Fee descending down the hill originally stopped at the road we now know as West Parade. It didn't continue down onto Newland until quite late in the 1800s. At the Lincolnshire Archives we hold an old map of 1883 which shows the line of this proposed new road drawn in strident red ink over the pre-existing ancient street plan. Before then, city travellers would have used the curved western end of Park Street to reach Newland. Newland formed an important east-west route out of the city, and coupled with its proximity to the busy medieval trading port of Brayford Pool, a substantial market developed near here from the Middle Ages. 
Look hard, and you can still get a feel for its once busy commercial centre. Old warehouses like Stokes Coffee House on Mint Street, carriageway arches leading to Longon Stables. There's even the remains of the old blacksmiths at number 72 Park Street, complete with its original chimneys. And it's here in the heart of the city where you can see Lincoln's oldest non-conformist place of worship, amidst the remains of the old market area whose alleyways ran down to the wharves on Brayford Pool. Quite a few grid squares ago I talked about a medieval church which used to stand in this area called St Mary Crackpool, my all-time favourite church dedication, and how its graveyard ultimately became an overspill for St Martin's Church long since demolished. Some of the land was bought by an Abraham Morris in 1667 and given to the Society of Friends, a non-conformist religious group which grew up in the 17th century in Yorkshire and the Midlands. Its founders, notably George Fox, became disillusioned with the practices of the church they saw around them. Fox and his companions actually walked down to Lincolnshire and preached their doctrine, but weren't well received by many. During the mid to late 17th century, many Quakers were imprisoned in Lincoln Castle, or at the jail above the Stonebow. As well as imprisonment, Quakers suffered all manner of persecutions, such as the confiscation of property and goods, banishment, beating, branding with hot irons, having their ears cut off, and even death. It's no surprise that many Quakers emigrated to make a new life in the colonies. It's thought that the term Quaker came about when George Fox, quoting from the book of Isaiah, had told his detractors to tremble at the word of God. In 1689, during the reign of William and Mary, however, some kind of reprieve came with the Toleration Act, and land in this part of Lincoln was given for the burial of Quakers who hadn't survived their persecutions. George Fox's words had touched the hearts of many like-minded people, and meetings were held regularly in private houses. After the act, plans were put in place for the construction of a permanent meeting house here on Beaumont Fee. We've got quarter sessions documents at the Lincolnshire Archives, which show the building cost to have been around £60. There were quite a few friends' meeting houses scattered around the county, some of which still survive today, like at Brant Bruton, but not every parish had one. Quakers often had to travel some distance to meet at their nearest one. The original building in Lincoln would have been built using humble materials, a simple brick structure with internal wall plastered in straw and dung. Before the act of toleration, non-conformists gathering together for meetings risked arrest. It's been suggested that the Quakers were concerned that the act of toleration might be retracted, and so an escape route from the women's gallery was incorporated into the building, in case it was raided. Sir Francis Hill, remember him from another grid square? He discounted this theory, saying that running away in the face of an emergency wasn't consistent with the Quaker way of dealing with problems. The building was added to over the centuries, leaving us with this unique city building we see today. Oh, so, back out uh, to the street now, thanks as always uh, to uh, Joe Hughes uh, for the history. And uh, we are, I would always encourage people to uh, seek out the Lincolnshire archives uh, on, the, on the internet. Uh, stick into Google uh, and see what you get. Um, okay, so back out onto the street, uh, Paul Tyler here, Johnny Horn, Lincoln A to Z, uh, live, actually live out on the street. <laughs> it's quite funny because we, 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 never, we didn't tweet that we were coming out here, we didn't Facebook. Now, Johnny, you made a joke in the studio last week about, oh, it would be too embarrassing if hordes and hordes of fans came, but it's just, it's just not what we're about, certainly, um, and not what Lincoln A to Z uh, is about. I suppose we're here trying to capture what it's like, uh, rather than our hordes and hordes of uh, fans and listeners and, and people from, from around the world that have been jetting in, wouldn't they? You know, we'd have had to close East Midlands Airport, etc. But it, it, this program is about capturing what's here now. And uh, unfortunately, I thought where we are now, uh, just between City Hall and Newland, uh, it's a perfect place for a skateboard. 
Um, as we said earlier, this, this grid's turning into a bit of an age thing, isn't it, Johnny? But I'm 38, you're 40, uh, you're due, I think, a midlife crisis, if not way past it. And um, a skateboard, wouldn't a skateboard be perfect for where we are right now? Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm strongly thinking about getting a skateboard. Um, probably also a tattoo, maybe a <laughs> kind of a really profound uh, quote, maybe from Gandhi or something. But, and there's the clever bit, I'd have it done in Chinese script, yeah. just to make it classy. So, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be my midlife crisis, I think. Okay, well done. You've just offended half the audience. Uh, well done, Johnny. Uh, but, hey, skateboards and scooters, um, I've said before on this program, uh, in one of our city suburbs, uh, things about scooters. And, uh, you know, you actually, you actually see parents carrying scooters. Uh, don't carry them. They've got two wheels there. Scoot on, for heaven's sake. What the heckington's wrong? Uh, right, we're going to take a walk around now to, uh, well... In the daytime, probably my one of my favourite areas of Lincoln. Uh, this is the uh, the sandwich capital, <laughs> uh, the area where uh, all those there's people with those cushy office jobs. Uh, you know, it's just a coincidence that we're anywhere near City Hall uh, when we say that about those cushy office jobs. And we all know that uh, you can make Facebook into a spreadsheet. We know that. Um, uh, but those uh, this is what feeds them. Uh, you know, there's, there's various sandwich shops here and then quite conveniently next to that there's a dentist because when you've eaten too much <laughs> too much of uh, uh, nice uh, cakes because they oh yeah they're going to do some nice cakes this shop here um you're going to need to go uh, go to the dentist in fact my first ever den- dentist is opposite us uh, the other side of newland i'm not even sure it is a dentist now could well be but i remember i remember waking up from uh, an operation uh, that i had there uh, to remove some teeth uh, and that's back in the days where they gassed you how wonderful that was uh, they can't do that anymore uh, but they gassed me out and took some teeth out when I was very young to try and straighten them out. Yeah, like that worked. And um, the hardest kid in school, I'm not going to mention any names because he's, he's probably still the hardest kid around, uh, and he'll, he'll, he'll come and give me a thick ear. Uh, but he was next to me um, and, and when, when we were recovering, uh, and he, he, he's been treating it very well. Uh, but since then, since I saw that, and since I didn't say anything to the rest of my classmates, and this was when I was quite young, I think it was probably when I was in junior school, certainly, um, I cottoned on to that, and, uh, you know, he left me alone. Um, I, I certainly wasn't one of the cool kids, always uh, always been on, my, on the fence in that regard. Uh, but uh, but that, that, that got me by. Just, uh, you know, a happy coincidence like that uh, stopped me getting um, uh, wedges and things like that, being put into bins. You know, that's, that's the kind of behaviour uh, that, uh, that would perhaps uh, go on there. Um, Johnny, so you've been known to work uh, for a council or two. Uh, what do you have for lunch? <laughs> this is this is normally the point you would edit this out, wouldn't you? But uh, you know, hey, we can't go anywhere. So, what do you have for lunch, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> well, when I used to work around this way, I used to go to the very sandwich shop we're standing outside right now, um, and they did a fantastic bacon butty. Uh, in the in the winter, they used to do really nice soup and hot turkey and stuffing sandwiches. Very very nice. Unfortunately, I got moved to uh, on those horrible out of town business park type places, um, and now I eat my dinner out of Tupperware box. <laughs> Brilliant. A 40-year-old man. <laughs> you have no idea. We've got seven programs to go, Johnny. Six programs, something like that. A handful of programs left to go. You have no idea how much I'm going to make of this 40-year-old thing. <laughs> OK, uh, now on that, uh, while uh, I, I think I'm attached to a microphone. Let's set the scene here. I'm attached to a microphone. Johnny, you're, you've got the OB kit, the outside broadcast kit, uh, so I can't run away from you. You've got quite a long reach as well, so uh, right, I'm going to keep quiet for a little while uh, while you hear Bed Sitter by Soft Cell. Lincoln A to Z. The fantastic sound of On My Radio uh, by The Selector. It's always a funny song to play on the radio. Songs about radio, I, sometimes you should uh, 
you, you should avoid them. Uh, but there's a reason for it. Uh, but let me just remind you, this is Lincoln A to Z uh, broadcasting uh, live uh, on Siren 107.3 FM. And uh, yeah, and when we say live, normally uh, Johnny and I, uh, as part of the Lincoln A to Z team, would be in the, in the cosy confines of the studio. Uh, but this week we're actually out on our grid because we've selected 52 grids at random, uh, selected by Joe Public, and we make a radio program about each one. And um, we, we're in, in a production meeting, what we loosely term uh, production meetings, we, we just received an email that there was a new bit of outside broadcast kit uh, available to us, uh, should we want to do anything. Yes, we said, yes, uh, let's go and uh, walk the streets live uh, and, and see what we see. Uh, and we're doing that as, as sort of an extended thing. Normally we would uh, go out and pre-record that, edit it down uh, to a uh, nice tasty little package with uh, with all the uh, the juicy bits left in. Um, and here you've got the pulp, really, haven't you, tonight? You know, but wouldn't, well, I should have played the pulp. Anyway, uh, I, I digress, but uh, that bit of kit didn't work. Um, so the bit of kit we're, we're on is the, the trusty old uh, Siren FM box. So if it sounds like I'm uh, commentating on a football match from the 1970s, which is brilliant. I just want to say things like, uh, oh, yeah, Gascoigne, Gascoigne crossed the Lineker, and Lineker scores! Um, you know, it's a bit of a radio ambition of mine carried out there for you. Uh, and that, that is exactly one of those bits I'm saying that Johnny would normally edit out, uh, and I would complain and say, no, leave it in, because it's more of me. <laughs> um, okay, so, back to where we are. Uh, Grafton House. You all know where this is. Uh, I would say that it used to be a little a bit of a mucky-looking building, but uh, I think it's had a lick of paint recently. Uh, someone, uh, someone's obviously put a bit of funding into it. And that, that was the reason why the top of the hour track wasn't Amy Winehouse, as we, uh, we, we normally like to play, uh, but it was the selector, because we saw the selector here uh, around about 15 years ago. I think they played an absolutely killer gig here. Uh, knocked everyone uh, off, the, off their feet, really. Absolutely fantastic. But this was also... Um, yeah, say during the 1990s, uh, and I'm guesting uh, in a few weeks' time on uh, on a program uh, on Siren FM talking about the 90s, which is probably my specialist subject. <laughs> and um, during the 90s, this was at home to Battle of the Bands, maybe a Friday night uh, when we just turned maybe 18, maybe just the legal drinking age. You would uh, you come in here and drink some. Uh, certainly not top of the range lager, but it was cheap, it was affordable, uh, and you would watch uh, maybe four bands, four or five bands, and then um, some of the judges who didn't even watch half the bands uh, would then uh, judge the band and they'd go through to a final, and no one ever agreed with the judges, and they were always... Uh, it never got to 50 cups, but there were a lot of a lot of choice words uh, usually said by by the bands, uh, by the hangers-on of the bands, by the parents of the bands even, uh, because we all know they're the worst. You know, it's like when you go down and watch your kids play football uh, on a Sunday. Uh, it's always the parents uh, who are shouting, uh, the referee, uh, the worst. Um, Johnny, what about where we are? Um, well, obviously it is, uh, you say Grafton House, but it's the Labour Club. Uh, lots of pictures up at the minute of the, the new uh, Labour candidate for the next election. Um, but, of course, there used to be clubs for all the main political parties in Lincoln. There was the, the Conservative Club, uh, which is the, the very grand building on the corner of, um, where is it? It's on Broad, it's Broadgate, yeah, Silver Street in Broadgate, uh, which is now Tokyo Nightclub. Um, actually, my granddad was a member of that, although I don't think it was anything to do with political leanings. It was more that it was just very cheap, bitter. Um, and also, of course, there was the, uh, the Liberal Club, which is down uh, the bottom end of Free School Lane. Uh, just near St. Swithin's Church there, which, uh, again, beautiful, grand building. I used to go and play snooker in there quite a lot. Um, but both of those now gone. So Grafton House, the only one of the, the great political uh, pub clubs still hanging on. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Johnny, I'm trying to read between the lines here and saying that that's the way you think this country's going, but uh, <laughs> we go. Um, OK, so now, uh, as, as well as 
all the other things we do. We wanted some uh, some spoken word. We come from uh, a heritage of spoken word. Have you ever heard of a program called The Reading Room? Uh, that was a successful one we did before this one. And uh, we got involved, uh, someone called Treff, uh, who gives us his opinion of this grid. BB3 City Hall. Power. Waving of wands. Form-filling. Bureaucracy. Suits. The mayor. Rateable values. Traffic wardens. Rubbish collection. Council tax. Bus passes. Residence parking. Polling stations. Planning permission. Libraries. Recycling points. Councillors. Committees. Consultations. Our thanks, as always, to Treff uh, for his contributions. Uh, and Treff made a contribution to, uh, to every single uh, grid we've done. And uh, you can find him uh, on each of our podcasts. You go to lincolnazcouk uh, You'll find it there. And also, I would encourage you to uh, look up uh, Treff's poetry website, Philosopher on Tap. Uh, okay, now we've not moved very far. Uh, well, you know, getting, getting on in the day, isn't it? Uh, so we've not moved very far, but now, now what can we see? We can see the sticky, flawed, uh, dripping ceiling uh, venue uh, of, well, you know, we've talked about the 90s. This, this, this area very much sums up the 90s for me. Uh, Vienna's nightclub that was. Of course, it's not now. Uh, now it's home to uh, Ad Action. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a link in there somewhere. You know, make it up for yourselves. I'm not here to... Uh, uh, paint the whole picture for you. Uh, you can put a few strokes in uh, if you like. And uh, so, so Vienna's. I, I'm a huge fondness uh, of Vienna's, which is, you know, it's, it's kind of a. Uh, I feel opposite the way the way we did to uh, Sugar Cubes earlier on. Uh, whereas I'm not a lot of affection for there. Uh, I think you know we, we used to have what, we, what was before the students really came to Lincoln uh, and student night, a uh, Tuesday night. Uh, we would go in there and listen to them play. Uh, Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine, uh, Ned's Atomic Dustbin, uh, all those kind of things. Uh, now, we're not going to set you up with, uh, with one of those songs, but uh, something else that Johnny and I did, pretty much <laughs> exactly where we stood now, uh, we did a video. Um, we get these ideas from time to time that we want to come and uh, come out and in, 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 uh, mingle with Joe Public and, uh, and video things. And just here is some traffic lights, and we were, we were doing a video. Uh, can you remember what it was for? Oh, actually, it was for Carter, the book Carter, wasn't it? You remember? It was for a book written by Jim Bob, who was uh, the singer with uh, Carter USM. Yeah, yeah, we were reviewing his book, which is a brilliant book. Uh, and Johnny's going to try and think of the name of that book. Uh, Driving Jarvis Ham. Driving Jarvis Ham, yeah, yeah. Certainly seek that out. We got a, we got a free copy, which was the, absolutely one of the pinnacle and perks of doing the reading room, was uh, the amount of free books we got. Uh, was fantastic. Um, but we, we filmed a video here, and doing a piece to camera was... Actually, it was more, much more embarrassing than what I'm doing now, which is holding a microphone. Uh, and people stopping at these traffic lights, like they are now, hello, and looking out of the window and wondering why uh, I've got a microphone attached to a box. We're doing a piece to camera. Um, I don't know, for some reason, it seems like it was... It's, it, you seem a bit more lardy da doing TV to radio. What do you think, John? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it, it was nice to be out there reminiscing. As you say, Vienna's is probably what we always refer to it as. But I think, like, like Doctor Who's and, and Blue Peak presenters, everyone has their, their era. And other people might know it better as The Avenue oh, course, uh, or yeah. Kiss, I think it was also known as. But what they used to do in that club, I think even right to the end, is something which I don't think they do in clubs anymore, where everybody got a turn. So they'd do like an hour of like hardcore dancey stuff, 
and all the people who are into that nonsense, you know, the people with no real musical taste, <laughs> they would go on and go mad for an hour on that. And then they'd play, like, indie stuff, and we could all go on and go mad, and then they'd play some, like, heavy rock stuff and all the greasers who were into that stuff. Everyone got an equal turn. Whereas nowadays, every club I've been to in the last sort of, 15 years, it's just a general mixed mulch of nothing, and everyone just goes away disappointed, I think. <laughs> Either that, or we're getting on a bit. And is, would, would you find the music perhaps a bit too loud these days? It is very loud, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to have a chat. I don't want to be shouting. Exactly. Okay, right. Uh, while we come to terms with the fact that uh, that, that we're getting on a bit, um, what are we going to do? We're gonna, we're, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll cut to a track now. Um, and I know if we had anything about us, we'd play some Carter USM now, wouldn't we? But uh, this is, I would say, the opposite of that. And, and this is a reflection of our age. We can sit around and have a chat to this music. Uh, we can we can chill out. Uh, here's London Grammar. Okay, and uh, welcome back to... Towards the end of the program now, Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM, and uh, as you may hear, we're not in the comforts of the studio this week. We're actually out and about doing a live grid walk and uh, and, and seeing what's about. I think we could almost be mistaken for uh, a neon lit uh, nightclub entrance. This, uh, but it's not actually a nightclub entrance. Johnny, describe where we are. Uh, this is the uh, New Life Church. I think it's now called Alive, with an up to, up, uh, upside down eye, um, and uh, there's a big lit sign right in front of us that says you are welcome here do you feel quite welcome do you feel welcome uh, yeah I do I do it, it, it's nice warm light uh, as opposed to uh, opposite side of the road where the uh, probably one of the most expensive cinemas uh, to visit in uh, well in the UK is and, uh, um, and that's a, it's a cold blue light uh, which, uh, which, which shines out this is a nice warm uh, inviting light um Okay, but you know this is uh, you know sometimes uh, sometimes uh, derided uh, by people. Uh, it certainly uh, serves serves a function. I think we should uh, walk along a bit further here, John, and uh, and look at. Well, I've lost my I've lost my thing. Oh yeah, there we go. There's the entrance to uh, Silver Street, uh, the home of a state agency. <laughs> now I remember going back to the 24-hour grid, and you cut out uh, quite a lot of my bits about estate agents, Johnny. Do you remember from from recording 24 hours worth of, uh, of audio? I gave you eight hours, and I think I recorded around about seven hours of, well, estate agents and uh, my opinions on them. I mean, you, you didn't include any of that inside our 24-hour grid. Why not? Um, well, I mean, a lot of it was obscene. A lot of it was uh, unbroadcastable, just vile, uh, mainly. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was against the. Uh, the Audi driving uh, fraternity. Uh, so I'm bringing it now. You know, I'm live. What are you going to do? Uh, or you can, you can just <laughs> press that red button there on your control, can't you? Uh, okay, right. So we'll, we'll move on from that. We'll move uh, move on from uh, home. Do you not find it odd, though? I've always found this odd. And it's the first thing I remember when I when I moved to Lincoln in 1985 was a whole street dedicated to estate agency. I, you know, it just it did seem a bit odd. I kind of like it. I mean, it takes us back to where we started today with the, the street of Italian restaurants. Uh, you've got a street of um, estate agents. A little bit further up, actually, there's a row of pet shops now, uh, just along, is it St. Martin's Lane, that area? Yeah, there's like three pet shops in a row, and I kind of like that. It's nice and convenient. I, I often think that all high streets should be kind of organised in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Uh, right, yeah, no, that sounds like my idea of hell. But, but here we go. I mean, where are we here in the daytime, Johnny? Walking up uh, Beaumont Fee now. Uh, we could get our ears pierced there. <laughs> right, okay, now rather, uh, and here we are at the back of 
uh, what used to be an entrance. This has all changed. I remember when this was the back of Martha's, uh, Martha's Vineyard, Martha's Graveyard, some people usually rather unkindly called it. Uh, I love Martha's uh, because uh, this takes us back to uh, when we were talking about home earlier and getting let in. Uh, I knew uh, a barman there who would serve me um, when it perhaps wasn't so... Uh, legal to serve me, which is which fine, but also uh, he used to serve me straight away, and that was the place to go, that was the place to be seen uh, on a Friday and Saturday night, I, basically at that point I was working uh, in an auto electrical shop, and I cut him a brilliant deal on an Alpine stereo now, you, you're not into cars, are you Joe, you don't know what Alpine means, Alpine is the top top notch of uh, car audio, and uh, I did him a fantastic deal on there, uh, which, which meant uh, that I got always served uh, straight away, and without question uh, in Martha's Martha's Vineyard, um, and just a, just a little bit further up uh, here, I tell you what we do, we'll cut to, uh, yeah, yeah, before we get to the big walk, well, we don't want to talk about the big walk, I need to embarrass myself about the big walk, uh, and we'll save that uh, for an ending, so let's play a track, what's next on my list, it's down here, as, oh, brilliant, a Sobe Sexu with Thursday. There we go, it's Sobe Sexu, Thursday, uh, fantastic song that, and um, so here we are, it's the, the, the final uh, link now, uh, before we uh, we bid you farewell from our BB3 grid uh, of City Hall, and uh, I don't think there's a, there's a better way of uh, saying goodbye than starting in a cemetery, and here we are, St. Martin's Cemetery, uh, it's dark, uh, it's a bit spooky, uh, there are some teenagers over there, Johnny, I know you're particularly, uh, particularly worried by teenagers, but they have got skateboards, so you know, they're kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be down with them, yeah. Of course. And there's something that we're missing from doing our live grid um, is the sound effects. Uh, quite a lot of the time, I'll stand just with my microphone out, recording background noise, and uh, noise like this. This is the kind of noise we would normally get. Something, uh, something like autumn. You know, that, that says to me, walking through, uh, through leaves, uh, and that's autumn. And uh, this is going to be part of the installation, we hope. Uh, if we can get it together on time uh, for the uh, the exhibition we've got coming up with the collection. Uh, there's an audio wall at the collection, as many will know. Uh, and since it was built, I wanted to put something on it. Uh, so a lot of the sounds that we've been gathering as we go around Lincoln uh, will hopefully be cast onto that wall uh, and sound great uh, as part of the Lincoln A to Z exhibition opening late December, uh, early January. Uh, now, just leaving St. Martin's Cemetery and the, uh, the area that's got the, um, the Friends Meeting House, which is the, uh, the building that uh, Joe was talking about during her history. And opposite there, uh, over on uh, Beaumont Fee, is a building that used to be the Big Walk. Um, I'm not even sure if that company's still going, advertising, there are all the phase available, but you knew that, you're not daft. And the Big Walk, <laughs> so, someone once told me that, um, oh, crikey, this would be late 90s, late 90s, 1996 onwards, I think. Someone once said to me, oh yeah, I lost my phone actually in the Big Walk. Now, I didn't know at that time what the Big Walk was. Never been in there, I was never in there, at all. I never went there at all, never went to eat anything in there. In my mind's eye, I thought they were in there with one massive walk. <laughs> How would that even work? How could you even cook that and say, right, okay, you've ordered, uh, you know, such and such noodles or, you know, uh, uh, that kind of thing. So we'll put yours in this bit of the walk, but then it's going to contaminate this man over here who's a vegan and that fellow over there is a vegetarian. How could it even work? And when would you know their food was on time? It was one massive walk. Anyway, I kept telling him, oh, yeah, yeah, my friend, he, he lost his phone actually in the big walk. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know how many times I retold and retold that story about a friend actually dropping his phone in a walk. <laughs> they cooked his phone, apparently, in my mind's eye. Anyway, ridiculousness. Um, and, uh, you know, oh, man alive. So as we walk up uh, Beaumont Fee uh, and, and towards the end, 
there's a, a unison club. Now, earlier on, we were talking about working men's clubs and things like that. Unison clubs. Having to a few weddings uh, and fancy dress parties at the unison club. And actually, there's some music. There's been music following us around uh, as we've been going around here. Uh, car stereos have uh, been one form of entertainment for us. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Um, music from the student flats as we walk around those uh, near City Hall. And now, if I'm not much mistaken, there's a live band by the sound of things, either rehearsing or playing. Well, no, is it Monday night? They're not going to put a live band on a Monday night. They must be rehearsing. Uh, oh, they sound good. Uh, and they're doing the Beatles. Yeah. Do, do, do. Anyway, um, and as we go up past where the Unison Club is and the band rehearsing, uh, it leads us to our final port of call. Uh, I'm pretty much back to opposite the podiatrist where we started. Uh, and this is the uh, Citizens Advice Bureau. Ah, this, this, another embarrassing story. I, I, I don't know if we can tell you. Well, I'm going to say it. Citizens Advice Bureau. Uh, when I was uh, just, le- just left school, I think, I was, I was in a band. Um, oh, all right, I'll tell you the band name. It's the Frigid Zone. The band was called The Frigid Zone. Um, and we, we had uh, various songs. Uh, one of them was called Addicted Addiction to Friction. You know, you, you get the idea. You know, there were uh, three chord wonders. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so, you, you know, you get the idea. And we thought these these, these songs were so good uh, that we'd recorded them on our, our cassette tape. Uh, and actually, we rehearsed out of the Pie Wipe. You know the fun... Johnny, you must have been to a wedding out of the Pie Wipe. Surely, you're the wedding... Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone. everyone's been to a wedding out of the Pie Wipe. Anyway, um, the singer, his dad, his dad actually, connection, complete connection that I didn't... I'd completely forgotten about, used to be in Soft Cell. Yeah, yeah, before they went all sort of techno, that kind of thing. He used to play guitar in Soft Cell. Anyway, his dad used to run the Pie White. Mark Hayhurst moved up to Leeds eventually. And we used to record in their, in their function room and, uh, and, and rehearse. And we put a gig on there uh, and everything, everything was wonderful. Um, and so wonderful, we thought, um, someone's going to steal these songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, particularly Addiction to Friction. Uh, so I came to the Citizens Advice Bureau. Uh, here and I, I sat in a waiting room with people with real issues, real problems. And of course, I know this now. You know, as as, as a grown man, almost uh, looking back, uh, I, I put my fist in my mouth with uh, with embarrassment that I sat there. <laughs> How can I copyright these songs when you know there there are people stood around me with real issues? And uh, uh, I, 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 it's time to leave. It's time to leave this grid, leave my embarrassing stories behind. Um, so I suppose. All that remains now is to uh, well, certainly thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a different episode for us. Um, and I, I've got to say uh, we've enjoyed it. So I hope you've enjoyed listening half as much uh, as we've enjoyed walking around our live Grid Square BB3 podcast available soon. Uh, and uh, we should thank, as always, uh, Joe and Treff. Uh, we should thank Anthony Kafferke back uh, in the Siren FM HQ headquarters uh, for sorting us out. And also Ed Wellman, um, who uh, has just been an absolute star sorting us out with the outside broadcast equipment. Uh, thanks to you, Johnny. Well done. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you next week back in, the stu- back in the comfort of the studio. We're going to leave you, as always, with the best track you're going to hear today. And uh, this, uh, this is probably one of my favourite albums of the year, uh, Warpaint, uh, with uh, their track, Drive.